you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hi everyone, this is Tony Dow and today is December 20th, 2019 and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT. As with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience for this episode is everyone. And I hope you guys are having a great holiday season so far, but let's just get right into it. So the first news item is the VA and Walmart opened a telehealth pilot site. So this was kind of an unlikely partnership. So when I heard this headline, I had to read it again since I had no idea that the VA would be partnering with Walmart. Basically, Walmart has launched a telehealth site to allow veterans under VA health systems to receive telehealth medical services. This is really cool in that, you know, it allows those rural areas to have better access to healthcare. And I'm guessing there's enough Walmarts around rural areas to justify using their locations as telehealth uh, sites. So this is actually part of VA's initiative called ATLAS, which is an acronym for Accessing Telehealth Through Local Area Stations. They will be offering primary care, uh, nutrition, mental health, and social work. And they are planning on other pilot sites in other areas like Wisconsin, Michigan, and Iowa. And they'll be using the VA Video Connect platform for telehealth connections. In addition, the VA is partnering with T-Mobile and Philips for other telehealth services. Alright, so the next thing is the HIMSS Healthcare Security Forum. So there's a nice article on healthcareitnews.com that summarizes the key takeaways of the recent HIMSS Healthcare Security Forum. There's a good number of discussion points that focus on trending topics, and the first is a discussion of the CISO and how the Chief Information Security Officer's role and responsibilities are changing. There's a lot of existing culture in institutions today that kind of view the CISO as strict barriers to the ability for a person to do their job. The change now is that the CISO is also part of strategic development and integral in ensuring that healthcare security is prioritized in the upcoming years with the integration of AI, mobile devices, and other more advanced technologies. Another topic of discussion was that security protocols do not need to be as complex as they seem to be. Boiling it down to the basics and keeping with the basics to ensure that they are followed is probably one of the best bets, such as you know ensuring that patches are always being updated and kept up to date. Um, another topic that was discussed is that healthcare is moving onto the cloud. And I already know this from many of the services that I've encountered in my day-to-day role, that a lot of healthcare third-party solutions are moving into the cloud, and it becomes an issue in ensuring that the data is secure and safe. Uh, cybersecurity is not only a data issue, but it ends up being a patient safety issue, which is also a related discussion to, you know, like having cybersecurity and patient safety being discussed together at the institutions. And oftentimes, the two are segmented and they don't necessarily uh, speak with each other. Departments don't speak with each other. But because of the nature of how they interact, this is going to be a necessary item to do for the future. And then the last news item I want to speak about is uh, Augusta Health saved 282 lives with AI-infused sepsis early warning system. So this is the last news I want to talk about today. It's uh, to mention that Augusta Health used AI to improve patient care. And in a nutshell, analytics and artificial intelligence was used to create real-time warnings to clinicians based on early predictors for sepsis. Providers got warnings and alerts that, you know, reminded them that these patients are probably going to be going into sepsis or have a high risk for developing sepsis. And with the use of the system, they actually reduced their mortality rate from uh, 13.2% to 4.8% in the septic patients. And that's a pretty significant reduction, and it'll be cool to see what kind of other types of uh, clinical alerting can be done using AI that would improve patient outcomes. So before we go, if you'd like to hear more news on healthcare IT, you can check out great curated articles at healthcareitnews.com. It's where I go for daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in that world. 
All right. If you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal. Oh, 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 oh